Hello everyone, this is Brandon, and welcome to today's episode of the Brands Corner Podcast. I really hope that everyone has been doing well, and is enjoying this summer thus far. So it's hard to believe that we're already in late August 2021. And so, like I said, I just really hope that everyone has been doing well and is staying safe. So over these past few years, I have just really loved and enjoyed being able to get more involved with not just my community, but my school community as well as a student leader. Student leadership is something that is very important to me and truly yeah, has just been such a fulfilling experience to be a part of and work with so many of our student leaders. And so with that being said, I'm just truly happy and honored to be able to speak with one of my fellow student leaders today. So in this interview that I recorded just a few weeks ago, I had the absolute honor and privilege to be able to speak with former Newport News student representative to the school board for the 2020 to 2021 school year, Jordan D. Moody. Jordan is currently a student at Norfolk State University. And I'll actually let him tell his story. And honestly, I will just say now that I truly enjoyed speaking with him and you will be able to hear it after these sponsored messages. So please stay tuned. Hello everyone, this is Brandon and welcome to this episode of the Brands Corner Podcast. I really hope that everyone's been well. So one of the things that I've always really enjoyed about being a podcast host is to speak to so many amazing different people. And and this is truly, you know, really shown in in really the character of everyone I've spoken to. And so today I'm happy to have today Jordan D. Moody. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It means a lot to me. Thank you for this honor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so the way that I always begin any of my podcasts is by first of all asking, how are you today? Doing all right. I can't complain. How are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm just really, really excited to be able to speak with you. And thank you so much for willing to be here. Yes, sir. Likewise. And thank you for the opportunity. Glad to hear it. And so... I did want to go ahead and start off by actually letting you list what are some of the things that, you know, I guess describe yourself a little and some of the stuff that you do, because you do a lot more than you let everyone know. So I definitely want to give you know, that knowledge to those listening. Definitely. And I'm not going to tell everybody everything simply because I, I, I truly believe that every single thing that I do is not as a consequence of the title, not as a consequence of how big time per se that piece of service is, yet how impactful the service is to those who you are serving. Um, And thus I have been honored to graduate class of 2021 at Woodside High School and the former student representative, the 2020-2021 student representative to the Newport News Public Schools School Board. I've served on a lot of different panels at Woodside and also district-wide and citywide, such as the Mayor's Youth Commission, the Young Adult Police Commissioners, 
and a ton of different clubs and organizations. I'm honored um, and I'm happy every single time I'm able to serve my community and make this world in which we work, live and enjoy life a much better place. And Brandon, I salute you for having the same mission, the same vision, and for always doing your very best to serve your community. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. Yes, sir. And so one of the things that I really want to speak with you about is really about that dedication and, you know, and leadership that, you know, that you really shine off. And especially for you and community involvement, that is honestly, you know, really remarkable, especially at a young age. And so are you able to enlighten us a little bit about, you know, what really got you started in, you know, and really wanting to be, yeah, involved in the community? Well, well, I, I'd like to really, if I could, and it's funny, actually thinking about this, at the age of six or seven, my grandmother had always gone to what was the neighborhood watch group. She was a committee member for the Glendale area in Newport News, and that is the neighborhood watch committee. And so I go to these meetings and one, I loved food and they always had food at the meetings. And nevertheless, you got to hear from different police officers, different community leaders about what we can do to continue to make that neighborhood in which I did live in, uh, what we could do to make that safe. Moving forward from there, I, uh, at a young age, I had began preaching. I began a leading in my church and that was at the tender age of I believe the ending ages of 12 going into 13 years old I began preaching at my church and then from there of course the church the church will always come and bless the community a good church will and so I then began going with my pastor and outreach and in community works to kind of work with my community and that's really when I keened in and, and learned the love that I had for service, uh, seeing those who are disenfranchised and dispossessed being served, it, it does something to me and it really does make my heart happy, knowing that those who are not as fortunate as us are still getting able to be fed and still able to smile, you know, with the world that we live in, it's good to be able to smile and to be able to see them smile, to be able to be a blessing to them. Uh, that's really what started my love for community service and my passion for community service. And then the rest is history. That is honestly a really great story. And especially like the way that you told it as well. And, and so really like from there, like, you know, over time, I know that, you know, one of the areas that you are especially involved in is also you know, in the education field. And so for those who don't know, I know that you aspire to be a public school superintendent. And so what really got you to, you know, to really aspire to want to do that by any chance? Well, I learned one through church and then two, as I began to go around that realm of the secondary education and not that necessarily, but the leadership aspect of it. A good team, a good branch of service always has a great leader. And I believe that as a consequence of our superintendent or my former superintendent, Dr. George Parker, he'll be my superintendent again in four years. So I can go ahead and say it. But our superintendent, Dr. George Parker, the things that we saw getting done, 
You get what I'm saying, Brandon? And and if we could be honest with both of us being males of color, African-American males, we need more of that in our schools and in our school districts and divisions. If it's not for the leaders, then how can the teachers, how can the principals, how can the custodians, the staff know where to place love and the importance of service? You know what I'm saying? For instance, in a COVID-19 pandemic, where we were looking at a computer screen for about 13, I would say about 13 months. We were looking at a computer screen. What did our superintendent do? He went out first before many of his staff did. He went out and as soon as the vaccine was available to the staff, the teachers and the staff, he went out and took it. Not to force anyone to do it, but a good leader always leads by example. And so I want to continue that legacy that Dr. Parker has instilled in Newport News Public Schools, not necessarily in Newport News Public Schools, but to a district so that we can all make this world together a better place. I really love that. And I I think what you said really shows a lot of your compassion and I know that you are a really big family person as well. Yes, sir. Definitely. And so, and I know that you mentioned just a few minutes ago that you recently have just finished your your term as student representative to the school board. And so how was that role for you? And what really, I guess, motivated you to even you know, want to do that role? How has that process been for you? Definitely. Uh, that First, let me tell you this. It was a great honor. It was a privilege. It was a blessing to represent the 28,000 students who then attended Newport News Public Schools as their student representative. Uh, I believe that any good student representative, any student representative that truly cares about each of the students, uh, they would stay up multiple nights and do reports and look up things and how can we get students involved and so this aspect or this piece of service to me was not necessarily about sitting on a board not necessarily about wearing suits and posting hashtags yet it was about how can we reach the students how can we let the students know even in a virtual platform in a virtual reality in which we found ourselves during that time how can we still let the students know that they are loved that they are cared for and that they deserve the very best. And so being student representative allowed me at a larger platform to really do the things that I thought would be best for students. And so that's when the first day of school came, we did an Ain't No Mountain High Enough video for our students. That's why when the when we were in a pandemic, we did videos through the vibe, which you helped create and you found it. It's, as a consequence of those programs that that family aspect was able to come together. And that's all I really wanted during my term of student representative. I necessarily didn't want to keen in on, while I do think these items are serious, I didn't keen in on bullying. I did not keen in on the lack of grades or the maintaining of grades. What I wanted you to know 
is that we love you and we love your soul. We love your body. We love every single aspect about you. If you're failing, we love you. If you have all A's, we love you. If you're in the middle, we love you. And I believe that when we show students that they truly are loved, when we show staff that they truly are loved, when we show our administrators that they truly are loved, they're going to love coming to the place that loves them. And so that's all I really wanted to do. And I was blessed and I was honored to serve in that capacity where I wanted to install love to everyone and where I wanted to install that mindset of family to every single person who I encounter. I really really like what you had to say about that and yeah and I think you know having known you for a few years now I mean I have just really admired like how family focused that you are and I really like that you know a part of your mission as student rep well not really mission but as a part of your tenure there that you really want to instill that family aspect or rather enhance it yes sir and so like you know, during your time, you know, you were all, you know, we also had the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, right there in it, you know, when you began, I believe, July of 2020, that, you know, we were still, well, even now, you know, July 2021, we're still in the COVID-19 pandemic. And so, you know, how was that experience for you, like being a student rep within this you know, within this very unique to our time, I guess, time. It was a challenge. Honestly, it was a challenge learning Zoom. It was a challenge learning Google Forms and Loop and learning those different platforms that we had to use to now reach students. We couldn't print out pieces of paper, send them to the homeroom classrooms, and then just pass it out to every student. We couldn't go through the PA system and make an announcement about something that we were doing. Uh, but one, I had to install faith because my faith allowed me to know that what I was doing was not for me, but it was for God. My faith allowed me and, and it told me that even when it didn't look all right, that everything was going to be all right. And so if it wasn't for my faith first and foremost, I wouldn't have been able to have done it. But secondly, we had to make tons of connections. Uh, I, I believe, and I probably owe them a phone bill or two, and that is our youth development team, Miss Bridget Adams, Miss Christina Buckingham, Mr. Michael Nichols, and Mr. Jerron Ransom, simply for the amount of times that I've called them with questions, that I've called them to get connected to someone else, that I've called them with an idea. If you are not connected to those types of people that want the same thing and have that service mindset such as you, then you can't do anything. And so teamwork truly made the dream work each and every time. And then I would lastly say it, it was really my heart and I knew what we needed to do in such a time as this. I know a person directly whose father passed away as a consequence of COVID-19. He was, he is a senior or was a senior, supposed to have graduated. And the father that he has spent his whole life with didn't even have the opportunity to meet him at that stage, to give him that final hug saying, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations, you're a high school graduate. And it's not just him, but it's so many other students who had that same 
problem, whether it had been an aunt, a cousin, a best friend, a brother, a sister, a mother, or a father, a grandmother and grandfathers. We had to be isolated from those family members that we were used to spending Sunday dinners with and Saturday movie nights with. And so we, we had to really keen in on our heart and look at if it had been for us, what would have happened if that was our mother, our father, our cousin, our aunt, our uncle. And so when you look at that, you really realize that you can't do anything but serve. And you have to make sure that your heart was in the right place while serving. And that's really what helped me throughout this year, because this year was difficult. It was definitely difficult reaching people through Instagram and relying on the schools to retweet your Twitter uh, your, your Twitter posts so that you can, you know, get that information out there, uh, ensuring that those staff and those youth development specialists who had already been overwhelmed with the task that they're doing, making sure that they forward the email to the teachers and to the principals. It was difficult, but I believe that those three things right there really helped, really made that process so much easier than really a difficult process it was. Wow, that is honestly a really heartfelt story. And, you know, and for those listening who, you know, who did lose a loved one or lost touch with, you know, with, you know, friends, family, what have you, you know, my, you know, my thoughts are definitely with you in, in this time. Like, this has been such a hard time for so many people, whether or not, you know, you knew somebody or were associated with them or even, like I said, even if you just like lost contact, maybe you had like a close friend that you just haven't heard from them in a while, you know, because maybe they're dealing with stuff or whatever. I mean, this is this is a really, you know, this is a very unique, you know, time. I say this so many times now, but but I think right now is almost where, yeah, especially in 2021, we're luckily seeing the light of you know, to this new, to this new time that we're entering in. And, and while, you know, we can't really say for certain, like when, when this will be and how it will look like, I think what we can do though is, you know, I think really, like you said, hope for the best, you know, use our faith and really, yeah. And really like aspire to be the best version of ourselves and, you know, really trying to you know, move forward into the next day. It may be hard sometimes, but I really think that we're able to do it with, you know, with enough strength and courage. And of course, you know, all of those around us, our community, our families and, and everything like that. But, but I guess for your next chapter, what exactly, you know, is your next steps? Well, I'm blessed and I'm honored. Uh, prayers were definitely answered as I received a full scholarship to, to, to attend Norfolk State University. I'm grateful for that. Um, so I'll be going to Norfolk State over there in Norfolk, Virginia, beholding the green and gold for a little while, for about four years, where I will be majoring in secondary history education. We lighted earlier that I want to be a superintendent, but of course, to be a great superintendent, you have to be a great teacher first. And so I plan on teaching uh, our high school students, that's where I'm going back into our secondary schools, high school students in the history department for a little while. And then of course, moving up from there 
but I'm looking forward to my time at Norfolk State University, not because it's across the water, but simply to continue the work that I have attempted to start. And knowing that there's so much more service I can do over there, there's so many more lives I can change over there. There's such a great difference that I can make at Norfolk State. And so I'm just blessed and I'm honored and I'm excited to see what will happen there and the great things that are to come uh, at Norfolk State. That is really great to hear. And so, yeah, while you're at Norfolk State, I know you haven't officially begun yet, but but do you have any, like, any in particular, like, you know, I guess goals while you're there or any types of organizations or activities that you would like to be a part of, or would you just like to keep your options open for when you officially begin and <laughs> A month or so. Well, definitely. Um, I'm already in the Honors College, and that's been a great blessing to me uh, financially and just in the inclusivity aspect of Norfolk State. It's been a great, great honor uh, and a great resource to be in the Honors College. I'm grateful to be in that. But other than that, I, I'm, I'm looking just for fresh starts. I'm excited for fresh starts. I had dreamed of, since I was probably about 14, I had dreamed of maybe 13, of pledging Alpha Phi Alpha. I don't know what will happen. I do not know, but I lean to God knowing that he's gonna make everything that's supposed to happen. He's going to direct those paths. And so with that being said, I'm open to whatever knowing that I'll be guided in every single thing that I do will be ordered. So I'm just excited and open and ready for um, fresh starts, fresh fresh starts and new opportunities. That is really great to hear. And yeah, and I guess going forward, you know, from that, you know, throughout your several years of leadership and, you know, I guess having an idea of what you want to do. Oh, and congratulations, by the way, on you know, on your full ride and for, you know, for being accepted into the Honors College. That is, Thanks. yeah, that is really a tremendous opportunity. So I'm just really glad that you have been presented with that. Thank you. Thank you. Rather, actually, actually I should say that you have earned that because you have. Oh, thank you. But I guess throughout these years of leadership, what has been some of the greatest lessons that you've learned from all of this? The greatest lesson, just one, I promise you. It's just one lesson that I learned. Uh, and that lesson was to prioritize. Make sure through nothing that you prioritize. If you don't do anything else, prioritize. And really not only prioritize, but set, set those boundaries for yourself, set those goals for yourself, set those limits for yourself. I was taught at a very young age that if you're going to do something, you're going to give it your all. It's all or nothing, nothing or all. And so as a consequence of that, I began to get so overwhelmed in my service that I had not taken proper time for my grades, which was way more important. And as a consequence, my GPA did fall exponentially. I'm thankful and I'm blessed through prayers, through hard work, through miracles rather, that I was able to bring that GPA back up to where it was. But 
if I had never let it slip, I wouldn't have had to do any of that. And so what I would say to anyone is that it is so important to get involved, but it's more important to ensure that you set those boundaries, that you make ways for yourself, that you ensure that if I'm gonna be in that National Honor Society, I'm gonna do that work from three to five, but then I need to make sure from five to eight, I'm doing my other work, just to ensure that you have that balance and that you, before anything, are a student and a whale student at that. That is honestly a really great lesson. And I think that actually goes back to something that I heard, I think two years ago, when I was doing, when I was like truly like getting reinvolved like within student, is that being a student leader is a student first. Right, definitely. And even when I was serving as the assistant AD at Woodside, being a student athlete is more important than anything. And I mean, and even during my last year at Woodside, I held programs for students who were failing. And we would go through, we would look at those grades, we would see what we could, because most of the time it's a we thing. Most of the time we can do whatever it takes to bring our grades up. We just have to target that problem and we have to see what exactly it is that we need to do. And so I did that during my last year because I knew that if those students were getting into the same thing that I was getting in, I know how to do it now. And so you have to help. And that's, that's, that's really life's greatest lesson. You're blessed to be a blessing. If you have a talent, you have to give that back because that's how you continue to be blessed and allow your other brothers and sisters through life continue to be blessed as well. That is great to hear. And you know, and I think that last part is something that I honestly love, and I'm sure you do as well, about the education field, that it's all about, you know, learning and teaching others what you learned yourself. And yes. And and so out of curiosity, you know, for because I know that you said that um that some of your ambitions, yeah, in on your path to of course be a yeah, a great teacher to hopefully become a great superintendent is that, but I know that on your path, that one of the things that you had mentioned, of course, is to be a high school history teacher. And so, and so what are your, some of your interests in history? Cause I know that, you know, of course, to be a history teacher that you need to truly have a passion for history. So I'm sort of curious about that. Cause I have never asked that in the time that I've known you. I know and that is such a good question. Many people don't. That is actually a good question, Brandon. And thank you for asking that. I would actually like to, or if I could, if I could choose right now what I would teach, it would be African-American history. And, and I like African-American history simply because it teaches us once again the lesson of your current condition is not always your conclusion, right? That even though you were in bondage, even though you were held in basically captivity, that's not your current condition now. And so while we have so much more to learn, I believe 
that you have to have in every single high school, every single class, every single school that is teaching that history and the history really of the United States because slavery, African-American history is the United States history. It can't be erased, can't be washed away. That is history and it should be taught. It should be told. And so I believe wholeheartedly that you have to go in, you have to explain, you have to show that passion when you're teaching that. Because once again, like I said, it shows you that your current condition is not always your conclusion and that you always have something that you can overcome. And really teaching in general, I want to do that because you've got to know, you've got to know wholeheartedly the change that you can make just simply by hope alone. I hope and faith that's all it really takes to move mountains, to break barriers, to do the things that you never would have thought you could have done. All it takes is hope and faith. I, I am just truly actually glad now that I have the opportunity to ask you that question. And so hopefully you get asked that question more because I honestly think that, you know, not just that answer, but everything that you've said um, thus far today has been really exemplary and yeah I just I honestly just really enjoy every time I get the opportunity and pleasure to be able to speak with you and so is there anything else that you would like to say in this episode any questions for me or just anything that you'd like to say for those listening I'd like to first Brandon thank you Thank you for the honor. I, I, I just want to thank you because you are an exemplary model of being young and hungry. Being young meaning, of course, your age, but hungry, saying that you will not stop until you keep on reaching new levels. And I'm extremely proud of you. Ever since Crittenden, you've reached new levels in your love for technology and your love for listening to people and to listening to their stories. And so I'm grateful, one, that you've opted to call me just to serve as a guest on your platform. But I'm even grateful that you continue to do what you love, not letting doubt get in your way, not letting fear get in your way, not letting the unknown get in your way, knowing that you have something great that you want to produce and that you continue to produce it. And to those who are listening, I implore you to do the same thing, knowing that you have something great in you. All you've got to do is reach down and grab it. Brandon, you keep on doing great things. I'm thankful once again to be on your show. And I can't wait to see the other great things that you'll continue to do. Please know that you have a lifelong supporter in Jordan D. Moody. And I thank you again, man. I'm extremely proud of you. Thank you so much for everything that you do. And thank you so much for the really kind compliments. I am just really honored to speak with you today. And thank you so much for taking out time from your very busy schedule for to come out here and speak with me and enlighten the audience. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll chat with you all later.